For an instant, Miranda lay blue and white beneath him, the ice caps fat and ready to melt, and then he was down. He took a high speed across the stony plains of the Piedmont to the heliostat terminus at Port Richmond and caught the first flight out. The airship Leviathan lofted him across the fall line and over the forests and coral hills of the tidewater. Specialized ecologies were astir there, preparing for the transforming magic of the Jubilee tides. In ramshackle villages and hidden plantations, people made their varied provisions for the evacuation. The Leviathan's lounge was deserted. Hands clasped behind him, the bureaucrat stared moodily out the stern windows. The Piedmont was dim and blue, a storm front on the horizon. He imagined the falls, where fish hawks hovered on rising thermals, and the river Noon cascaded down and lost its name. Below, the tidewaters swarmed with life, like blue-green mold growing magnified in a petri dish. The thought of all the mud and poverty down there depressed him. He yearned for the cool, sterile environments of deep space. Bright specks of color floated on the brown water, coffles of houseboats being towed upriver as the haute bourgeois prudently made for the Port Richmond incline, where the rates were still low. He touched a window control, and the jungle leaped up at him misty trees resolving into individual leaves. The heliostat shadow rippled along the north bank of the river, skimming lightly over mud flats, swaying fragmites, and gnarled water oaks. Startled, a clutch of acorn-mimetic octopi dropped from a low branch, brown circles of water fleeing as they jetted into the silt. Smell that air, Corda's surrogate said. The bureaucrat sniffed. He smelled the faint odor of soil from the baskets of hanging vines and a sweet whiff of droppings from the wicker bird cages. Could use a cleansing, I suppose. You have no romance in your soul. The surrogate leaned against the window sill, straight-armed, looking like a sentimental skeleton. The flickering image of Corda's face reflected palely in the glass. I'd give anything to be down here in your place. Why don't you, then? The bureaucrat asked sourly. You have seniority? Don't be flippant. This is not just another smuggling case. The whole concept of technology control is at stake here. If we let just one self-replicating technology through, well, you know how fragile a planet is— If the division has any justification for its existence at all, it's in exactly this sort of action. So I would appreciate it if just this once you would make the effort to curb your negativism. I have to say what I think. That's what I'm being paid for, after all. A very common delusion. Corda moved away from the window, bent to pick up an empty candy dish, and glanced at its underside. There was a fussy nervousness to his motions, strange to one who had actually met him. Corda in person was heavy and lethargic. Surrogation seemed to bring out a submerged persona, an over-fastidious little man normally kept drowned in flesh.